This essay was written on January 15, 2017, and is number 16 in a series of 20 essays called Diagnosed Mortal. Someone called me by my name. I've written about regrets before, but what preys on my mind this last few days of my life, more than anything, is my not taking time to focus on my ancestry. I started it years ago. I let myself be pulled away from the research. I found myself last night really deeply saddened that I cannot leave my children with a story of who they are and where they came from. I wanted to know this, and it could be that they would like and need to know that one day, too. Genealogy is all the rage it has been for years. I think there's something about reaching a certain age that is given to this reflection for many. While there was some of that at play within me, I found it even more important in conversations with Stephen Jenkinson this last summer when he asked us to consider our roots, our ancestors. He presented us with the idea that we, the living and the dead, our ancestors, need each other. If reaching out to them is indeed our responsibility, how are we meeting that? When talking about honoring ancestors, my mind defaults to an image of Native Americans or Aboriginal tribe of some sort. I had never oriented this thinking before in terms of my self and my ancestors. I was raised to frame a civilized perspective that was served to me through my religion and education. I was raised with the blind eye given to the fact that God in heaven took care of ancestors. The other take I bought into was of reincarnation and karma, that somehow, somewhere, beyond me, it would all work out in a cosmic algorithm of some sort. If there was any honoring going on at all by me, it was reserved for the ancestors that I had met personally. What Jenkinson was asking was, where are the bones of our dead? Where are their graves? And how do ancestors influence our everyday lives? What kind of catastrophe are we courting in abandoning our ancestors? Jenkinson went on to suggest that a disconnect from one's lineage or bloodline can produce a serious fissure that might allow for nature to move in and set disease and discordance in family and tribe. If this perspective of continuance and influence was lost, I use the word lost in its most profound sense and in such a way as to suggest that this loss, this memory lapse, could leave humanity without its own story. This loss could build up and manifest in humanity at large and leave us all wandering homeless in the world, refugees, which many of us in North America already are as immigrants. Since last summer, I've spent some time trying to listen to how my ancestors advise me and how they influence how I am in the world. Not just my looks, but the gathering power of my story with its information and history with their voices added. This is what I asked them when I set myself aside to listen. Why does history repeat in an endless loop? 
No one seems to get it. Over and over again we make the same mistakes. War, enslavement, conquest, exile, repeat, repeat, repeat. Consider that we have missed a fundamental part of the human experience. Consider that because we are negating how our ancestors are working through us to make us better human beings and helping us evolve, we are sent back to the beginnings over and over again to try and become clear. Perhaps it is because we are not using all the information available to us, because we have cut ourselves off from a primary source of counsel in the thread of life that runs through us. They are waiting for us. May we learn to hear them, welcome them, honor them, and may they escort us, finally, home. The Song of Wandering Angus by W.B. Yeats I wish out to the hazelwood because a fire was in my head. And I cut and peeled a hazel wand and hooked a berry with a thread. And when white moths were on the wing and the moth-like stars were flickering out, I dropped a berry in a stream and caught a little silver trout. When I had laid it on the floor and went to blow the fire aflame, but something rustled on the door and someone called me by my name. It had become a glimmering girl with apple blossoms in her hair who called me by my name and ran and faded through the brightening air. Though I am old with wandering through hollow lands and hilly lands, I will find out where she has gone and kiss her lips and take her hands and walk among long dappled grass and pluck till time and times are done the silver apples of the moon, the golden apples of the sun. Thank you for listening. This audio file can be found with its corresponding blog post at allthedifferentways.com.